Are you consistently looking for new content to post for your business? Just winging it, trying to find an old photo that nobody will remember and hoping for the best? Consistently on your content creation hamster wheel? Well, you are in luck. Today we are going to be talking about how to create engaging content for your social media and how I create six months worth of content for my clients in one shoot. Yeah, you had correctly in one shoot, meaning one day. So this is going to be a big episode. My name is Terry Lee and I cannot wait to share all of my secrets with you. So let's stop wasting time and jump into the episode. Welcome to the Biz Babe podcast, the spot for badass female entrepreneurs just like yourself to learn to embody your inner Biz Babe and build successful empires on your own terms. We will be touching on all things business, marketing, personal development, and everything else that it takes to be a total boss and successful entrepreneur. My name is Terry Lee, a fellow biz babe just like yourself. I left the nine to five grind to pursue my dream, to be my own boss, build a successful business, and help as many other women along the way as I can. So buckle up, sis, and let's jump into the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of the Biz Babe podcast. Today is all about creating engaging content for your social media and doing six months worth of content in one shoot. So in one day, I am going to show you how I, for my clients, put together six months worth of content so I am not on a consistent hamster wheel of content creation because... I'm sure if you're here, if you feel me, it can get a little bit like that. So let me take you back to why I'm doing this episode, who I am, etc. You probably know the, the gist of it, but I am Terry Lee and I am a social media manager. I run a social media agency and we represent some of Australia's top beauty and skincare brands. Now, I have two ways of working with me and they're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Let me explain. The first way that I work with people is through my coaching and my online course, which is for early stage female entrepreneurs, so women that have been running their business for maybe a year to three years, and that is called Instagram Empire. That is really cool, and it's something that I really wanted to do to, to connect with other women that are on the same journey and same path as me, but at different stages. And then the second way that I work with people is by doing their complete social media management for their accounts. So that includes the community management, um, and monitoring and growing that account as well as influencer outreach and even goes into, as you guessed it, the photography for their social media accounts too. So this is a big package that I offer and I only go with really, I only want big clients to be completely honest because I want to spend most of my time either learning and doing something new that's going to be pushing the boundaries within my industry, which generally only big clients are willing to do or pay for, 
or I want to be spending it with the women that are in Instagram empire so that I can firsthand get to know them, help them and see their businesses flourish because it's the most rewarding thing ever. So back to what I was saying. (laughs) I only work with really big clients that are willing to go all in with their social media. So it's an all in or nothing type of situ. But I had a major problem once COVID hit and it, it really had my mind reeling and I was quite stressed out about it, to be completely honest. I do these photo shoots for my clients every six months or so and I'm, I'm, a, I'm really good at it. I have a really strong process now and we just kind of go in, know what we're capturing and leave the situation and for the next six months, Life is breezy, but Melbourne was in lockdown, (laughs) so no shoots were allowed. And I was sitting there thinking, oh, shoot, like for three of my clients, their six month like photo shoot was coming up and I really needed to do something. It's not as though I had enough content. We can't just keep repeating the same content again and again and again because it starts to to kind of fatigue and that was what was happening. So I really needed to do something about it. And since we weren't allowed to shoot, I needed to do things a little bit differently. So I came up with a new idea. Instead of doing the shoot in Melbourne, like I usually do with my creative team that I usually work with, I had to, to... to make a new plan and we decided okay best way forward is to organize the shoot exactly as I usually would do it but to do it in the Gold Coast so it was a little bit of a challenge <laughs> but it's going to be awesome because today I'm going to walk you through exactly what you need to do if you're organizing a social media shoot for your business and how you can ensure that you're not only getting the right content but you are creating engaging content that is going to sell your products or your services. This experience has taught me a lot and it's really allowed me to document my process and I guess processize my my the way that I, I do this on a regular basis and it was also a really good exercise for taking a leap of faith trusting my team and it took a lot of organization to pull together but girl it was worth it it was the most fulfilling moment and I am looking at all of the pictures right now that's what I did this morning I, I worked through all the images from it And it is beautiful and I'm so proud of everything that we've created. And to be honest, although there was a lot more work up front on the day itself, I didn't have to do much because I couldn't do much. I was sitting in Melbourne. Um, But I thought this process would be a really great opportunity for me to share with you so that you too can, on the day of your shoot, know that you are creating the right type of content and also you're not really stressed out. You're kind of sitting back and taking a, a second seat if you want to. Totally up to you. But it's it's something that I've learned over the last four or five years of being in the industry. So why not share it with you? That's what this podcast is about, right? Okay, okay, okay. Let me just interrupt for a quick minute and tell you about something that you do not want to miss out on. I am running the Real Instagram Challenge. This is a free five-day Instagram challenge for businesses looking to use Reels to grow and build an engaged Instagram community. 
So if you've been feeling a little bit flat about your business Instagram, maybe your engagement is a little bit lower than usual, your reach is at an all-time low, and you really just want to get things going again, you want conversations to be going off, you want people to be loving the content that you're creating, then this is the challenge for you. We are going to get you started with Reels. Even if you don't know where to start, we got you. Don't worry. <laughs> and we will make sure that we are shaking up your Instagram so that your engagement is through the roof. Reels is a proven way to increase your Instagram account reach and engagement. So make sure that you head over to the show notes and save your seat now. So do not miss out, ladies, and I will see you in there. So these are the steps that can be applied to both product and service-based businesses. So make sure you grab your pen and paper, pause this episode if you don't have it in front of you or grab the notes on your phone and let's jump into it. So step one, get your plan right. So what you want to be doing here is really making sure that you have a really clear plan on what you're going to do on the day, what you need around you, as well as just ensuring that it aligns completely with your social media strategy moving forward. Because you do not want to spend an entire day shooting content and then at the end of it all thinking, uh, it doesn't really connect with my audience. It doesn't really flow with my social media feed. I don't know what we've just created and this is not going to be enough content for the next six months. So by making a really strong plan and a strong strategy that aligns with your overarching social media strategy, you are going to be in the perfect spot. So firstly, you need to really look at what your products or services are. Look at absolutely everything that you are going to be selling over the next six months. So that could be your current products that you have. It could be future products that you're going to be releasing. Maybe you only have your samples at the moment. This is the time to bring those babies out or to create mock content, something that looks as though it could be that for future. So I want you to list out every single product or service that you are going to be promoting over the next six months. That is step one within formulating your plan. Step two is to write down all of your content pillars. What are content pillars, you said? <laughs> content pillars are categories in your content plan that will be used for your social media. So for example, it is just like a topic within your feed. It could be educational content. It could be inspirational content. It might be motivational or memes. Memes work really well <laughs> for virality. It could be social proof or it could be your actual promotions that are going to be happening as well because we're going to be posting that on our feeds, right? So I want you to write down each of these content pillars and then next to them, space out over the course of say two weeks depends on how you do your content calendars I like to do a month just bang it out do it in a month and then if anything topical or relevant pops up I'll just do it on the go but I will write down okay great for the month I will need seven educational posts I will need maybe six inspiration posts we're gonna throw in 
four motivation or meme posts and then another four social proof and then throughout this month we are promoting two things heavily and we will do that for four posts out of the month and there you know okay these are how many posts I need per month and you can kind of jot next to it approximately how many images you'll need for each so for example and I've totally forgotten what I said before but (laughs) if you need five educational posts per month then that would mean that over the course of six months you will oh my maths are being challenged I think it's so what's five times six is that 30 I think it's 30. Let's go with 30. (laughs) So you know that you are going to need 30 educational posts to be created on the shoot day. And then from there, you know, okay, cool. So if I'm doing educational posts, I've already written down all of my products or services. I have five of them and I'm going to split it out. So I'm going to need six of each of these products that we're promoting over the course of the next six months. I hope you're getting where I'm going. I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you. (laughs) So this will allow you to easily look at what types of content you'll be creating over the next six months. And also you can really stop worrying about having the right content or just having content and kind of playing that catch up game, always posting on the fly, always winging it, never quite knowing what's next. And you can start to have some fun with it. You can start generating some ideas around what exactly you need and and really push the boundaries. And that leads into the next step of getting your plan straight, your content ideas. Now that you know all of your products and services you'll be including for the next six months, all of the promotions that you have coming up and your content pillars are down pat, you can start having some fun. If you know that you need 15 to 20 educational images, 15 to 20 inspirational images, etc., and maybe throw in a couple of competition images in there too, you know what to do. It sounds like a lot right now, but if you have eight hours of shooting with a photographer that knows what they're doing, you have the right team around you, this is easy peasy. Like, trust me, within one day, I can get like 3,000 photos from a really productive, creative team that knows what they're doing and I've done all the work that we're about to go through now. So you've got it. (laughs) You'll be fine finding 15 to 20 of each of these. So you know what you want to do. You just need to focus on having fun with it now. So instead of it just being a basic product like photo or a basic image of you and your team member, you can really start to think, okay, cool. How can I hype this up? How can I make this more engaging? If we are going to be launching a new product, instead of just showcasing the product, maybe we can even do capture a quick little GIF in there. That's kind of us as a team um, making sure that we kind of do a GIF that is saying, oh, something exciting is coming or something a surprise is happening or we might be celebrating there might be some streamers around us or some bright colors or we could be dancing whatever it is like you can really shake it up because you already know what you're going to be capturing and why you're capturing it you just need to do it and you can do it a little bit differently so get your basics out of the way when you first 
do all of this like get your basic product photos and then you can really start to lean into the fun creative stuff and something that I love to do is to set my intention for the week and I'm like when I'm still in this planning phase for the entire week I'll set an intention that I am going to think of fun and exciting content ideas and they will pop up when I least expect it I mean I have had some of my greatest moments in the shower um and now that I say that that sounds a little sounds a little naughty but it's not um (laughs) I have come up with some amazing magical ideas whilst I'm not even meant to technically be working it's in my downtime and I think that we forget that by taking that downtime that sometimes is where our, our our greatest nuggets and and ideas can come from I always get amazing ideas when I'm walking because I love being in nature when I'm going for really long walks when I am surrounded by water and Pisces it is where I'm in my flow state Um, (laughs) but you know what works for you too so lean into that set your intention for a week to really come up with some really great ideas and I'm sure that they will find you Okay, so on to number two. You've got your plan set up right and you are good to go. You were organized on that front. Now you need the right team. So the quality of your content is going to reflect directly on the quality of your creative team. So who exactly do you need around you? Because You're not going to do this solo. We all know that we go a lot further if we do this together and you aren't alone. And I think that one thing that a lot of us, especially business owners, I know for my first year of business, I thought I need to do it and I need to do it all on my own. I don't need to ask for help. I just need to stay in my lane, work crazy hours, get it done, do it on my own. So it's my own success. But luckily, (laughs) I found my way and I realized, hell no, there is this amazing network of other women on their own journeys to doing the same thing as me. So why not help one another out, use one another's talents and, and create something really magical together or just ask for help because people are really, really willing to help if you give them the opportunity to. So who will you need around you? Number one, a creative director. Ooh, you didn't think I was going to say that, did you? (laughs) When I say creative director, I mean you. I don't want you to go paying some fancy person to do this for you. You don't need to do that. You are the visionary in your own business. You set the tone. You set the aesthetic. You set the brand. You have created this from nothing. And now it's time for you to be the person in charge again and to really showcase that big picture of what you want to create on this day. So you will probably create a Pinterest board. I love a good Pinterest board. Um, it is it is my favorite thing to do. Um, yeah, so if you create a really beautiful mood board, you can set the style that you want. If there's a specific theme of your brand specifically, this is where you'll be able to get some inspiration for your shot list and, and really delve deep into, okay, cool. This is what we're shooting and this is maybe the style of photography that I want. This is the style of 
like setting or setup that I want and you can really lean in have some fun with this have a few glasses of wine or tea whatever's whatever's your go-to and make sure that you are having fun with this and that this is completely aligned to your business not just now but your business in a year two years your big future self because as long as you stay aligned with that future version of what you'll become even if it's just the feeling, I'm going to be honest, the feeling is the most important part. It's not about the detail. If you know that this is a part of your future, this is what you're leaning into, you know that it will be right for you. So first person you need is yourself because we've got to back ourselves up. You are going to be doing the creative direction. Next person that you need around you. Well, actually, this is not a person. (laughs) You need to make sure that you have all of your products and your services down pat. Now, this is where you're going to have to start making some decisions. If you are a product-based business, this is going to be easy. This is literally going to be you featuring your products and you are probably going to have talent in there too. It's going to be your choice. I personally know having managed many a social media account that images perform really well when there are people in them especially if it's like a motion gif or just something a little bit cute if you have images with people they're going to perform better in general can't speak for every account but I generally see it working significantly better you can also like really visually connect especially through educational content when there's a person there stepping your your potential customers through the process of how to use your products how like and why they would want to use it because that's really important when creating your content if you are a service-based business you need to think about whether or not you're going to get yourself or a team member probably both in front of the camera you will need to face it you are a service people are buying from you as much as you would love to think that they're just buying because of the service and the logo that you created they are not (laughs) people buy from people and when it's a business businesses are still run by people and we forget that we think that the perfect logo is going to make everything better and it isn't it's about understanding that you are the embodiment of your business and yeah that's what's going to make people want to buy from you so others will offer the same service as you but the difference is you your team your results and your expertise you do things a little bit differently and that is what makes you special So you'll need to think about whether or not you're going to get in front of that camera. If you're a personal brand, you will need to. And you knew that when you decided to be a personal brand. If you are not a personal brand, that's fine. You can make another plan. And that's, I guess, leading into the next person that you'll need. Your talent. (laughs) So choose the right, most authentic, real reflection of your business. You don't want, if you don't want that to be you, that is totally fine. That is, it's not a a requirement in any way, shape or form, but you will need to hire someone to step in. And when you do this, I would really challenge you to make sure that it's an authentic reflection of your business or your your ideal customer and what they want to achieve. Because if you get the wrong model or influencer, it could really there could be a really big disconnect so make sure that it's a reflection on generally 
what your ideal customer wants to achieve or attain or represent or be represented by because it is about them. It's not just about you. So don't just hire a model to act like you or just grab a few stock images. They fall really flat. Rather, if you are a service-based business, get a team member that's really comfortable in front of in front of the camera or get a, another staff member that you, that really is excited about it and just make it a real reflection of your business. If you are a product-based business, that's a lot easier. Getting your the right person in front of that camera is probably going to be a model. It's probably going to be someone that emulates the aspirational version of what your customers want to look like whilst using your product. (laughs) So that's a really great way to do it. And if you feel comfortable getting in front of that camera, do you. I am always a fan of it and I personally love personal brands. The next person that you're going to need is your photographer. You want someone that's experienced. You are putting all of your ducks in a row, you're doing this all right and you want to make sure that your team is the right team for you. You don't just want to hire a uni student, although some are really freaking talented and I've done it in the past. What you really want is to look at someone that's experienced, that you can see their previous work. It's not just a matter of Oh, they were only 150 bucks for the day. You want someone that's going to create exceptional content because this is going to be your content for the next six months. So if you're spending a little bit more money, if you're spending $1,000, $2,000 on someone, do it right and know that you're going to get the quality of the images that you want because this is not just for one week. Social media is a great tool to bring in consistent sales into your business. So don't skimp unless you you have to and you have absolutely no funds to be able to invest in this. I would recommend rather just doing it once, getting the right people around you and remember the effectiveness of your content and how well your content translates into sales. So you want to know that when you're posting things, you are making a sale, which some of the girls in Instagram Empire have said, like every time she posts a story, she makes a sale. Every time she posts a product post, she makes a sale. And that's because she has created beautiful content as well as use the process that we speak about in Instagram Empire and really ensure that she is turning her followers into customers. And a lot of that depends on your content and the quality of your content. So do it right, do it once, and let's just move on to the fun part, you know, selling and making money. So you've got your photographer, you have your talent sorted, you know what products or services you're going to be featuring because you need them to be around you too. And you've got your badass self to do the creative direction. Now, the last thing that you're going to need, hands down to sort out, and it it baffles me how many people forget about this or don't put enough effort into this, but your location, <laughs> you are going to need to select whether you're going to do a studio shoot, whether you're going to do a location shoot. 
So if you want clean product images, then a studio is your best bet. You want to be able to control the environment so it's consistent. And that's what you'll get when you're hiring out a studio. And don't think it's like crazy amount of money. It's not. I've hired studios for $200, sometimes $300 for half day, whatever it might be. And you can always convert if, you're, if your photographer is is what's the word firstly your photographer may have a studio themselves lots of photographers do but also if they don't then your photographer probably is experienced enough to be able to recreate or simulate a studio on their own without having to be in one so are you after like i said clean product images that's going to be more of your studio are you after more lifestyle shots then that's going to be a location and that location needs to to really emulate exactly what your brand is. Make sure it's not just your apartment unless you live in a freaking fab place that reflects your brand. You want to, to really put an effort into whatever this location is and you don't have to pay all the time. It might be a beach. It could be a, a, a skate park. I've shot in a skate park before for a specific brand. And as well as that, you can, if you have a little bit of budget, just hire out an Airbnb. Once we get past <laughs> this lockdown, um, I definitely will be back on board to do that. So you can check out some really beautiful Airbnbs that you might be able to use too. Or if you want to be fancy... There are some great homes that you can hire for the day that people actually just rent out. It's their normal home and they rent it out because it's fabulous for photo shoots just like this. So think about your brand. Think about what the best option is. And if you don't know, ask your photographer. The one person that's going to be able to help you with all of this is a really great photographer. Anyone that's experienced is going to know of so many different locations because that's a part of their job. They're going to know talent and people that would be really suited to particular brands. They are going to to understand and be able to interpret your mood board once you've created it yourself and bring that to life. So photographer is probably the most important out of all of these. But make sure that you get that right, the location right, and it is a really pivotal part of what you want to do. So as well as getting your location right, make sure that you're thinking about the specific type of photography you're going to capture too. So ask your photographer what type of equipment they'll need for specific looks on your mood board. So you might think every single, if you get the right photographer, every photo is going to look like a specific image on your mood board, but you don't know that that image took a specific type of light or setup like in studio or even in lifestyle. It might need a specific setup in order to recreate that look. So ask them what equipment do they need and can they recreate the style of photography? You want to make sure that you have it all ready to go so that you get the look that you're after. I've thrown a lot at you, haven't I? Okay, so now last thing that you can potentially throw in there as well when it comes to the team around you is the stylist or the makeup artist. So stylist, there are two types of stylists that you need to be thinking about. Firstly, do you need a product stylist? 
I love hiring product stylists because it is just not my jam. I suck at it. I'm going to be real. I don't like positioning props and I don't have many. Uh, <laughs> I It's just, it's not something that I'm good at. And if you're not great at it, you should hand it off to someone that really loves it and is really good at it. If you are Go for it, go like enjoy it. This is definitely something that you can do yourself if you feel confident in doing so. But if you'd be stressed and you wouldn't enjoy it on the day, find someone else to do it. And if you can't afford to pay them, just make sure that it's someone that you trust that you really know can do this type of thing. And I'm sure that if they're a friend or a loved one, they will do it for free and help you out. And remember, props can make a photo come to life. So go all out. For example, something that I love to throw in there, it's what I want to do on my next personal branding photo shoot, is instead of just doing a photo where I'm happy for my launch day or cart open day of a new course of mine, I would love to to really amp it up, have like a glitter background, maybe throw up some confetti, hold some champagne and really just go all out for that specific photo. So instead of just it being a photo of me and my team smiling, I can really take it up a few levels by adding in those those extra props to really liven up that photo just with a few accessories. The next type of stylist that you need to think about is a stylist for a model. If you are a personal brand, add in your your brand colors and you can probably just do this yourself. You don't need a professional stylist. If you are a product-based business, you're using a model or a couple of models, then I would suggest just getting a stylist. It's going to make your life easier. Um, But make sure that you have a really clear brief on your brand colors and the type of style that you want your 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 talent to be in lastly makeup artist if you want to take things to the next level and you got a little bit of extra cash you know you can like get a great makeup artist because that would just allow you to take things to a level where it's really consistent and you don't have to worry about it because if you are just leaving this up to for example let me just give you an example if you have a staff member and you they look great every single day they come in tidy minimal makeup and you've asked them to do this and they think yes I am so down for it sign me up when and where and they rock up and because it's a shoot they think oh I'm going to put a little bit more eye makeup on, a bit more eyeliner, and suddenly I'm going to curl my hair and make it really, really voluminous. They rock up and they don't look like they do on their their everyday shift that they work for you because they are at a photo shoot and they think that this is what they look best in. So when it comes to makeup, it's really important to number one, either get a makeup artist if you are not doing the makeup yourself or really confident that they can do the makeup themselves or to give a really detailed brief. So what I recommend is to to give actual imagery examples of what you want makeup to look like, what you want hair to look like, even if they do it great on a day to day basis. Make it super clear because sometimes we, we do things because we think it looks great. But what we think looks great doesn't mean it looks great for the brand. It represents the brand and we want to take control of that. And 
When it comes to all of this and everything in this entire episode, it's all about minimizing risk. And by having everything jotted down, by working through it step by step, we are ensuring that we have the highest likelihood to get the right pictures and little things like this matter. On to the third and final point. This one's a lot quicker, I promise. (laughs) To create a shot list. So you are wondering, what the hell is a shot list, Terry? I don't know what you're talking about. A shot list is simply a list of the shots that you're hoping to capture on the day, as well as some examples of the style or maybe even the position of the model that you're looking for. It's a lot easier to give creative direction when you have images in front of you communicating visually what you want them to do. They're going to get it if you just show them a picture of it. Also, this is a really great way for you to make sure that you've captured all of the images that you want to capture on the day. If you're putting in all of this effort, the day can be crazy and you wanna make sure that you have all the images that you need. You don't wanna walk away, cause it'll be your worst nightmare to walk away from a full day of shooting and realize, oh shoot, I missed the key shot that we were after because the day got ahead of me and I got confused or I just got caught up in the moment. It happens all the time. I've done it, unfortunately, but I learned. (laughs) I learned, have a shot list, make sure that you work through everything. And then once you've worked through everything that you must have in your shoot, have some fun. Just go with it and get some extra images too. So that is literally the three steps that I use to create my shoots. And by doing it this way, not only am I creating beautiful content, I'm creating content that I know resonates with my customers and inevitably I know will help me make more sales in my business. So once you have all these things sorted, you are ready to go. You're already ahead of 90% of other business owners just winging it, posting on the go and hoping for the best. (laughs) Let me know how you go. And if you are interested, make sure that you grab your free shoot creation checklist in the show notes so that you do not miss out on anything that you need to be on top of for shoot day. It's totally free. Just head over to the show notes to grab yours now. So have a beautiful day, lovely, and I can't wait to see what you create. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening in today. We have absolutely loved hanging out with you. And if you did love this episode, make sure that you click subscribe so that you do not miss out on any of our future episodes too. If you haven't already and you love the podcast, (laughs) please make sure that you go ahead and give us a quick review. It really helps us. And yeah, we'd really appreciate it. We'll have a beautiful day. And remember, you are magic.